Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Live from NPR News, I'm Lakshmi Singh. President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, is being arraigned this afternoon in California on federal tax evasion charges. This a day after House Republicans pushed ahead with holding him in contempt of Congress for failing to appear for a closed-door session. Hunter Biden was at that hearing. His appearance was brief and unexpected, as was former President Donald Trump's decision today to address the court at his civil fraud trial in New York. NPR's Andrea Bernstein's there. After a long three hours of closing arguments where the defense said the New York Attorney General had not proved her case, Trump lawyer Chris Kai stood up asking for permission for Trump to address the court. This is not how it should have been done, the judge said, referring to a previous ruling that Trump couldn't speak unless he promised to stick to the facts, the law, and not disparage anyone. Trump spoke anyway. I am an innocent man. I have been persecuted by somebody running for office, he said. This statute is vicious. It doesn't give me a jury. It takes away all my rights. This is a fraud on me. Looking straight at the judge, he added, you have your own agenda. At which point, the judge admonished Trump's lawyer to control his client before ending arguments for the morning. Andrea Bernstein, NPR News, New York. Ahead of the Iowa caucuses, Monday state polls still have Trump as the front runner for the GOP nomination. The field shrank yesterday when former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie dropped out. In Des Moines, Minnesota, Public Radio's Clay Masters has more on how the race looks now. Chris Christie was running as the sharpest critic to former President Donald Trump, who holds commanding leads in polls among Iowa Republican voters. Christie didn't set foot in Iowa, focusing his attention on New Hampshire. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley both have a lot at stake here in their battle for second place. They took part in a CNN debate last night, which Trump opted to skip, holding a town hall broadcast on Fox News instead. With temperatures forecast to fall below zero Monday, the Iowa caucuses could end up being the coldest on record. The Pentagon's inspector general's office is investigating the communication gaps surrounding Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's recent medical procedures. Here's NPR's Tom Bowman. In a letter to Secretary Austin and Pentagon officials, Inspector General Robert Storch said his office will look into the issue of, quote, timely and appropriate notifications about the secretary's health. Austin had a prostatectomy on December 22nd. It was under general anesthetic. He transferred duties to his deputy, Kathleen Hicks, but never informed the White House or Congress about his treatment. A week later, he returned to the hospital with health complications from the procedure, but also kept that visit secret. Austin has said he takes full responsibility for the secrecy, but has not explained how it happened. The secretary's office is also carrying out its own review. Tom Bowman, NPR News. Head coach Bill Belichick says he is leaving the New England Patriots. His departure after 24 years ends one of the most successful runs in NFL history. It's NPR News. The rate of inflation's edged higher. New data showing that last month, consumer prices rose slightly at an annual rate of 3.4 percent. That's slightly higher than the 3.1 percent posted in November. Higher housing and energy prices helped fuel that increase in December. Excluding the volatile food and energy sectors, core prices rose 3.9 percent from a year earlier. The vast majority of Paycheck Protection Program loans to small businesses during COVID have been forgiven. But an NPR analysis has found something unusual. 
a small number have been repaid even though they were eligible for forgiveness. And Pierre Sasha Pfeiffer has details. Of the 11.5 million PPP loans issued, only about 73,000 were paid back without requesting forgiveness. Some were big companies that were pressured to return it, like Shake Shack and the L.A. Lakers. But a few were businesses that said they didn't end up needing the money and felt it would be wrong to keep it. Attorney Bob Morrill of the Massachusetts law firm Gilmore, Reese & Carlson is in that category. I believe in America. I believe in capitalism. And I don't see it as my place to have my business subsidized by the government if I don't need it. That reason for repayment is rare. Ultimately, 96% of all the money borrowed has been forgiven. Sasha Pfeiffer, NPR News. The Dow closed up 15 points to end the day at 37,711. I'm Lakshmi Singh. NPR News.